Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our friends at Welch and Company Jewelers. Log on today, welchjewelers.com. Shop to showcase this holiday season, and a tip of the cap thank you to friends of the program, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, and the Swan and Whitaker families. Quick pod here on week 15 in the NFL. We'll preview uh, all of the games. Uh, you're going to listen to this on Friday morning, so obviously we had the Thursday night game uh, go past us, uh, a game in which no one should care about, two 5-8 and eight teams, two teams that are pretty brutal, and as we record this, Justin Herbert, I think, is going to miss the entire year. Um, I'm going to go a little home team flavor, a little Josh Jacobs in this game, a little, I don't know, give me some Purdue... Uh, Aiden O'Connell throwing it all over the yard. You got nothing to lose. Vegas beats LA. Raiders over the Chargers in this one. Vegas is favored by three. Let's pick them 21 to 17. Meanwhile, huge games. Ramifications galore. Vikings at the Bengals. The Vikings very much in the playoff hunt in the NFC. Same goes for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's home. They're fiery. Something's going on with Browning. They've got offensive stars galore still. Even though you don't have Burrow, you got Mixon. You have a really good offensive line. You have Chase. I got to tell you, I don't like the way the Vikings are playing right now. They only scored three points last week against Vegas. Their defense is crumbling before our very eyes. I know that they didn't let any points in against the Raiders, but they are just not good. That was a one-game scenario. I'm going Cincinnati big in this game. They're favored by two and a half, giving them by two scores. 30, well, give me them by more than that. Give me them by a few scores, 31 to 13 in this game. Steelers are all of a sudden coming undone back-to-back weeks. By the way, these games that I'm talking about right now are on Saturday. So there's a triple header Saturday because that's where we're at in mid to late December where the NFL does this. Steelers, they're coming undone. They lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Cardinals before that. Uh, Indianapolis is where they go. And Indianapolis is favored by two and a half. Offense in terms of the head coach. Hosting defense in terms of the head coach. Steichen, Minchu, Pittman Jr., Zach Moss running it. I don't know. I think the Colts might be able to move the ball here. I know the Steelers have that defense, but they're home. They're faster. I don't know. I'm going to pick the offense here. They're favored by two and a half. Let's take them with a late field goal in this game, 17 to 14. Meanwhile, Broncos, a game away from the uh, division lead. Um, (laughs) If you could believe that. Oh, man, it's crazy. Uh, But they go at Detroit, and this is the perfect scenario for Detroit to rebound, right? Because everybody's doubting them again, right? Like, the secondary's bad. You can't figure them out. They lost to the Bears. They should have lost twice to the Bears already. Um, You know, they've had a couple of bad losses here this year. They look like crap on Thanksgiving. Who are the Lions? They're just this ant team now, even though they're 9-4. and I say no, because it's still Dan Campbell, and they've done great things, and they have a lot of great offensive weapons, and they have cornerstone players in terms of Amon Ross St. Brown and Aiden Hutchinson. They could be a team that gets into the playoffs and wins the division, and they're the Lions. That's still good. They're the Lions. They're not a Super Bowl contender, I don't think, because I don't think they'll be able to beat you know, Philly, Dallas, or even the elite San Francisco 49ers in a playoff scenario. But getting there, winning a division, pretty good. And a playoff team, maybe they can get it figured out and maybe they can win a playoff game. I'm going to take Detroit at home over Denver. Denver riding momentum, Detroit not. We know what the narratives will be all week, and you know what the national heads are going to say. Perfect time to pick Detroit here. They're favored by five. Give me them by two scores, 
31 to 20. I'll preview the rest of the NFL in week 15 next on the ML Sports Bladder, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. Platter back with you. Thanks to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Abert. Away we go here uh, with the Sunday games. It's the Chiefs at the Patriots, and boy, oh boy, does New England, uh, you know, have an interesting situation now. Three and ten on the year, one and six at home, but they've shown that they can actually hang with teams. One of those wins is against the Bills, and they just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are in the playoff hunt. And Kansas City looks like crap right now. Wouldn't Bill Belichick love to knock off Patrick? Mahomes and Andy Reid. I don't think it's going to happen. Kansas City's going to come in there madder than Hornets. Mahomes and Reid still complaining about the refs, I'm sure. Uh, I think Kansas City goes in and and, and wins it. Uh, I do think it'll be a little closer than it probably should be. Let's go 27-17. to Kansas City gets it done in Foxborough. They're picked by 9.5. The Bears go into Cleveland, and I don't think this game's going to be close. The key in this game is going to be how can Justin Fields keep the Bears in it? Can he make enough plays? But right now, there's something weird going on in Cleveland, man. They've got this thing, this Joe Flacco thing going, and they've got Ford running the football, and they've got more catching the football, and they're playing well defensively without Miles Garrett, and there's just something weird going on there, man. Kevin Stefanski's been tremendous this year as a head coach. Oh, by the way, he's 6-1 and one at home. I think it continues for a Browns team that's riding right into the fifth seed. For the AFC playoffs. Give me Cleveland 23 to 16. Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Yeah, that one's in Wisconsin. It's going to be actually rather balmy at 34 degrees. Green Bay is favored by three and a half. I don't know who the better team is right here. It's going to be about mistakes, red zone, short field, turnovers, special teams, those types of things between two teams that are very close. They have the same records in terms of six and seven. The Bucks are three and four on the road. The Packers are four and two at home. You have Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield who give you splashes here and there. And then you're like, oh boy, we don't want them, <laughs> you know? So that's what it is. Who can make that play? Is it going to be Watson? Is it going to be White? Is it going to be Mike Evans? Is it going to be a defensive player on one side of the ball or the other? I I, I don't know. Um, but with all that being said, I'm going to go Lambeau field, home field advantage. The Packers have done it before this year at home multiple times. I'm going to take them at home winning close, close and ugly, 17 to 16. Texans go into Tennessee. What a win the Titans had. And I don't know as I record this, what the health of CJ Stroud looks like. That will play a major factor, but here's the thing. Even if CJ Stroud is healthy, I like the Titans right now. I think Derrick Henry He didn't run it that much last week. Maybe he saved a little bit. He's still going to get 1,000 yards this season if he stays healthy the rest of the way. For a guy who's just not that Derrick Henry anymore, still going to get 1,000 yards. Are you kidding me? And he's had 10 touchdowns. Hopkins is catching the ball pretty well. Will Levis is playing with his hair on fire. I don't know, man. This is a divisional game. This is a rivalry game. And Tennessee's playing with a lot of confidence. And you know Mike Vrabel is not going to lay down. He knows he has an opportunity to help punch the Texans out of the postseason. All people have been talking about all year is Houston, D'Amico Ryans, and he's the head coach. He's the best head coach in the division. And Mike Vrabel's going to New England. And C.J. Stroud's this and that. Hang on now. You know he wants to win this game. And I'm picking the Tennessee Titans at home. They're favored by two and a half. Give me the Titans by seven. 20-13. 20-13. to 13. Jets go into Miami. I think Miami writes the ship here. Um, it's going to be all about defense, defense, defense. Remember the Dolphins. Good God. They were up by 14 points against the Titans on Monday Night Football and blew it. 
Health of Tyreek Hill will be a question here. I think the Jets' defense can keep it low scoring to a degree, but then I do think with or without Hill, I think Miami ekes one out here 24-20. to Giants and Tommy DeVito going into New Orleans. As much as I want to pick the Giants and the hot streak and all the rest, something happens inside that Superdome once in a while with the home team, and I think that the Giants' secondary will have a major, major challenge trying to cover Olave in this game. Um... In a weird way, with all the momentum and the DeVito thing, and they won three in a row, like, don't they have to lose soon? And if they don't lose this game, come on. I mean, you know, they still got to play Philly, I, I think, twice. I, I don't know. I, I just, they got to lose sometime, right? But my God, if DeVito wins this week, really, four in a row, and, and I got to tell you, I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to be plugged in. I, I'm going to be watching Tommy DeVito, man. I want to see if this guy can win another game. It's almost Lynn Sanity 2.0, not that I love the NBA or anything. Uh, I can't stand the league. I'm going to take the Saints. I really want DeVito to win another game, but I think it comes to an end here just because of momentum and it's so hard to win every week. And there's so much tape out on this guy now that you have to think that Allen and company have an opportunity to take advantage of DeVito. But maybe not, but I'm going to pick the Saints here. 22-17, close game, 20-17. to uh, Saints are favored by six, by the way, in this game. The Dolphins favored by eight and a half. The Tennessee Titans are favored by two and a half. I'm sure that line could change if it's guaranteed that C.J. Stroud will play. Falcons at Panthers, God help the people who have to go to that game and work it. I don't know how you're going to stay awake. I'll take the Falcons on the road, 31-10. to Commanders at the Rams, too much Sean McVay, too much Nakua, Williams, and Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's throwing the ball as well as any quarterback in the NFL right now, and I'm taking the Rams in this game huge, 38-10. to the Rams are favored by six and a half. I would bet the house, two-car garage, and both of your vehicles on LA in this game. 49ers at the Cardinals should be a mismatch here. Man versus boy, too much offense. Purdy, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Samuel throwing absolute daggers everywhere you go. Give me San Francisco all day long in this game. Um, I just, right now, they're the elite team in the NFL. They're the only elite team in the NFL, and uh, I'm going to take them in this game, and I'm going to take them big. Let's go for They've been scoring 30, 40 points, you know, regularly here, week in, week out, so I'm going to pick them to do that again, 42 to 13. ML Sports Platter here with you. It's all brought to you by our good friends at CH Insurance, always in your corner, every day, every way. Make sure you log on to chinsurance.cc to find that personal or commercial insurance plan that's right for you. CH Insurance, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. A couple more to preview week 15, and we go to Orchard Park. <laughs> and everything has changed. Despite losing to the Jets and the Patriots and the Broncos, leaving 12 men on the field and having a chance to win in Philadelphia a million different times, and the head coach being a buffoon in pressure situations and drops galore by Diggs and Davis and a fumble by Dalton Kincaid in Cincinnati. Defensive breakdowns when you finally get the lead and all those aforementioned games that I talked about. I can go on and on and on with the Buffalo Bills this year. Their point differential being so huge in their favor. How is this team 7-6? and six? How on earth do you blow those games? But the season's long. Every week is so huge, and you can turn it around in one week. And they literally have actually turned it around in a few weeks. I do credit Sean McDermott for firing Ken Dorsey, lighting a little spark there. And the Joe Brady offense is a lot different than Ken Dorsey's, although, hello, should have run the ball a lot more last week against Kansas City. But overall, Josh Allen's been re-unleashed. I don't know why you need a coordinator change to be unleashed, but 
whatever. Um, and they look better. Um, the defense got away with some over blitzing against Kansas City late in that game. A couple other times they blitzed correctly. Uh, it's either been an under or an over of the blitz for McDermott, and that's gotten him in trouble late in games. Um, but everything's changed. And the Bills, not only did they beat Kansas City uh, in Arrowhead, but Miami loses on Monday Night Football. The division is still there for the taking. The Bills are now over 500, and the Bills are also very much in the hunt for a playoff berth, even if they don't win the wild card. And the way some of the cookies are crumbling, maybe the Bills can now get in even if they lose this game and win out or win this game, lose to the Dolphins and win the other two games against New England and the LA Chargers, especially now with Herbert probably being gone for the year as I record this. The team coming in, arguably the best team in the NFL. For me, they're not the best team in the NFL. I think the 49ers are number one. After that, you could argue Dallas. Uh, I think it's between probably them and Baltimore. But we need to see the bigger sample size because Dallas always does this. Regular season, greatness, this and that. Double-digit wins, chance to win the division, and then they get to the playoffs and everything falls apart. Mike McCarthy, fourth quarter, game management, Dak Prescott interceptions, penalties, everything starts happening to Dallas. Maybe this year is different. Mike McCarthy, ever since he took over the play calling of Kellen Moore, the offense has been on fire. I give them a lot of credit. Dak Prescott is playing at an MVP level. Pollard's been ridiculous. Lamb's been ridiculous. Ferguson, the tight end, is a major problem in the red zone. He runs great routes. They're coming in with all the momentum. They're coming in with the national media. They're coming in you know, uh, uh, with a 10-3 and record, the big star on the helmet, America's team is back, this is the year, it's all different, it's the, bang, they're going to hit a wall. I think the Bills win this game. And I think the Bills win it by double digits. I think the Bills are going to turn a little bit of a corner here after the win over Kansas City. Again, I don't know if they're going to win the division. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs even. But for this particular time... This is the game that fits the NFL narrative. However, everyone is talking about you. Go the other way when you start picking. Now, the problem is people are starting to pick the Bills the same way. They're going to get hot. They're going to be a problem if they make the playoffs. No one wants to face Josh Allen. I mean, he goes on and on and on here, right? They won at Arrowhead. Here we go. Like the Tyler Dunn McDermott article is going to spark a fire under their ass. Like all those things, they're kind of being talked about like the Cowboys, just in a different way. But... This is a perfect spot for Dallas to lose. Road game, emotional high of smacking the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Like they haven't lost in a while, right? I mean, Dallas is 10 and 3. When's the last time Dallas lost a football game here? I mean, they lost they haven't lost since November 5th at Philly, a game they easily could have won. They've won 5 in a row and they've won 6 of 7. Something has to give. Their schedule at Bills, at Dolphins, home for the Lions, at Commanders. Don't they have to lose at least one more game? I got news for you. This one here is the toughest game they have remaining. Because they're unbeaten at home. They have one more home game in Detroit for a perfect home record. They should go at Washington and murder the Commanders. And the Dolphins is a tough game, but it's not as tough as at Buffalo. And they're going to find out real quick in the first couple seconds how brutal that crowd is in Western New York. Are you kidding me? This is also a 425 game, so the fans have an extra three and a half hours to tailgate with extra Labatt blue and blue lights and extra shots and extra tailgating and extra chicken wings in their system. This crowd is going to be a free freaking nightmare to deal with for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think the Bills win it by double digits. I'm going to go 34-24. I think both defenses are pretty good, but I think that both offenses will be able to move the ball with star power. Really good play calling from McCarthy and Brady. Maybe a turnover here and a turnover here happen. 
if the Bills get out early, it's going to be important for Josh Allen to play within himself and not do what he did against Kansas City, up 14 to nothing with all the momentum. You have an opportunity to stranglehold the other team and take it down and score again. Do not throw the interception at that point. I don't think Josh Allen is the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth problem for the Buffalo Bills. Trust me. But having said that, he is careless in certain spots in games, and he has got to stop throwing those reckless interceptions when you have so much momentum going in the football game. Alan Prescott, who plays better, right? Offensive lines, who plays better? Micah Parsons coming in for the Cowboys, one of the generational players in the game today. Short fields, who gets more of them? Red zone offense, defense, who's better there? Who's better on third down? Who's better with the penalties? and dis- like All those things are going to play a factor here. I think the Bills win. I'm taking them 34 to 24. The Bills are favored by two and a half in Orchard Park. I got a bunch of people I know going to that game, including my best buddies, John and Mark Walzik and a pal of mine, Jason Detro. So I hope the guys have a great time. Ravens are at the Jacksonville Jaguars, 10 and three going on the road to Jacksonville. And look, Baltimore is hot. They're off that uh, walk-off punt return. Uh, people are talking about them as the one seed. People have started to crush Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is struggling. He's not this. He's at ATN and Ridley. And where's this high octane offense? And I got a weird feeling about this game too. I'm taking the Jaguars at home. Baltimore's favored by three and a half, but the Ravens have to lose at some point. They're really good on the road, by the way, five and one, but I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think a get right game is it's time for Lawrence to have one of those 23 to 20. The Jaguars win it in Florida. And then we have the Eagles at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are crumbling before our eyes. I don't think this game will be a blowout, but it's a very important game for the Seahawks because I think if they lose this game, I think that probably does it for them. They would still be breathing some playoff air, but let's be honest. If they lose this game, they've lost four in a row and they've lost five of six. And if they lose this game, they're going to start to tumble down. Then they go at Tennessee home for Pittsburgh at Arizona. Still a chance to make the playoffs, obviously, with like an under 500 or 500 record or a game over 500 record. But if you lose this game, the psyche, everything starts to fall apart. Um, They're already playing, you know, without Geno Smith one week. I don't think he's going to be back this week as well as I record this anyway. It might change. I, I think Philadelphia is going to be hungry, obviously, getting blown out by Dallas. They need a win desperately as well. You want to talk about a get-right situation for both teams. But I think Seattle keeps it close for a while, while, while. I think Witherspoon, I don't know if he's going to be healthy as I record this. I think Philly's going to win the game, but I think it's going to be close. But I think their star power and their ability to run the ball against a very vulnerable D-line of the Seattle Seahawks and a team that has completely forgotten how to tackle as well it's going to come down to the running of the football early. I think Philadelphia should set the tone, get it to Swift, and then build your play action, your RPO stuff to to Brown, to Smith, to Goddard, and get Jalen Hurts going that way. Give me Seattle. It'll take a little while, or uh, Philly, excuse me. It'll take Philly a little while to get going, but I think that they win. They're favored by four. Give me Philly by eight, 24 to 16. Nobody has a bye week. Here we go. NFL, we have four weeks to go. Week 15 preview in the books. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's the ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friend Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community. If you're looking to get your loved one into a safe, secure environment where all your meals are included, cables included, room service, and more, and assisted living is there based on need, just Google a place for mom or go to caring.com and call Courtney direct at 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Rosie's Corner. 
Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our great, great friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today, vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. For business owners, employees are an important asset. Competitive employee benefits can help attract and retain staff. CH Insurance provides high quality group health plans and great provider networks while keeping costs in check. I switched to CH Insurance. They're outstanding. It was one of the easiest business transactions I've made and their ongoing service is phenomenal. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.